Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The following is a presentation of ATX Sports Talk Productions. It's Texas football talk. From those who wore the burnt orange. Welcome to Longhorn Lowdown. Now, here's Todd Hunt, Stevie Lee, and Stu Myron. Welcome to another edition of Longhorn Lowdowns. Stu Myrick here with two of the best linemen you could ever ask for, my co-hosts, Stevie Lee and Todd Hunt. What's up, fellas? Hey, what's up, man? And joining us on the virtual couch this week, this is uh, this is one of the guys that really set the bar for Texas football. He is he is the pride of Waco High. He was a Parade Magazine High School All-American. Played 2001-2004 with the Longhorns. Nagurski Award winner. Buckus Award winner. Two-time consensus All-American. Uh, 13 years NFL. Most of it with the Excuse me, I'm sorry. That was 14. Uh, 14. Yeah. You got to give me that one last year. 14. <laughs> well, it was, I know it's the Raiders. I I I I, for, I know, right? Forget the Raiders. Uh four-time Pro Bowl, but most of that time was with the reigning Super Bowl champion Kansas City Chiefs and a Texas High School Football Hall of Famer. We welcome DJ himself, Derek Johnson. What's up, man? Thanks for the introduction, man. I I forgot about all that stuff, man. That's you making me look good. I like that. Well, all you gotta do is turn around, look at that wall behind <laughs> you, right? <laughs> I tell you what, that's some old stuff. That's some old stuff I had in the storage a little bit. Yeah, just oh, a, a few bit. decorations. I was gonna say, yeah, you've got you got like you know forty three footballs, the jersey. I got Mick Foley on the other, you know, on the wall behind me. So I think you got me beat. Uh, I love Mick. Don't don't get me wrong. So. Uh, how, how are things, how is your family, uh, how are things going during this crazy pandemic time, Derek? It's going good. You know, everybody has to adjust on the fly, uh, being a football player, I guess this kind of, uh, we're used to, um, um, making mid, mid, mid game adjustments. And it's just, it's been that way, this whole COVID, uh, uh, pandemic, but with the kids here at the house, just chilling out, man, living a good life with the wifey, just spending more time with the family. So, I mean, I'm retired now, so I'm not old yet, but I, but I am retired. So I'm just, just chilling, man. Just chilling. Yeah. So it looks like you're doing a little bit more than chilling, man. You look really skinny right now, dude. Yeah. That's what I said earlier. Yeah. <laughs> you know what? I, I've been, I think I've been working out too much, man. I've been, I mean, two a days. I mean, whenever, yeah. you know, my wife's like, if I don't have something to do, I come back in the house, two or three o'clock and she's like you're working out again like what you know where are you going <laughs> but i just it, it it helps me out um as far as uh just just mental health wise and just uh, just just kind of staying healthy and um, and i'm yeah. eating better 
Um, I shed about 15 pounds since 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 a couple of years ago when I got out of the NFL. So I'm I'm about 215. I hope I can stay at that weight. I don't want to. My mama don't like me this small. She like you getting you too you're too skinny. I want you to gain a little bit more weight. Yeah, she sent some cakes and pies your way, man. <laughs> I'll help you eat it. There, absolutely. <laughs> I, I was going to say that. you know. I, was gonna <laughs> I wasn't going to say that. Get Stoney Clark to send you those tea cakes he makes all yeah. the time. Yeah, man. <laughs> so, you know what? Since you guys played together, what was some of, uh, you know, what was one of the best things, Stevie Lee, that you, that you loved about this man, you know, being that you were blocking for him, you know, for so many years? Well, um, I think my earliest uh, uh, memory was when Derry came in, when, you know, Mike Tollison, Coach Tolly, he always taught us to take on the double team. So if I'm in a three technique, I'm taking on the double team with the the, uh, the tackle and the uh, the guard. And I'm like, come on, Tolly, I want to go back there and make plays too. And then so we go. In, uh, my earliest memory of why I was taking two people down with me on a on a double team, it was a double team. It was in practice. And I think it was um, Derek Dockery and uh, Big Wax, or some somebody like that. And they they, yeah. were, they came down on me, and um, I got it. Then it kind of clicked because they came down on me, and Derek was running sideline to sideline. <laughs> he can do whatever he wanted to do because I made that sacrifice. And I was like, you know, there's no I in team, so I'm gonna take this one. <laughs> So we took you we know, took uh, we took a lot of double teams for this man to run sideline to sideline and 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 really on film man we love seeing that man I mean this dude was running down was running down like receivers and 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 uh, running backs like it was just like it was nothing and and that defense worked for us man that's why we had nine ten win seasons every year you know my neighbor the other day guys so every once in a while we'll go outside and we'll be out there <clears throat> make some Lizzies what they call them. Uh, which are uh, uh, bacon wrapped with some pain, jalapeno, you know, chicken thighs, right? <clears throat> and so we're sitting up there like last week. And I said, uh, I said, so, you know, his name is Willie, by the way. I said, Willie, I said, so, you know, if you had to pick, you know, one player that you saw in the past, you know, line, because we're talking about linebackers. And he goes, I tell you, man, best one I've ever seen, you know, is Derek Johnson. I was like, really, DJ, why would you say that? And he said the exact same that, that you just said. He was flying left and right across the field, making tackles all over the place. He was just all world. So, DJ, the reason why I say that is this. You know, the, the, the Longhorn community um, loves you. Whether you – I mean, we just love you. And we think that – I mean, I think you're one of the best linebackers to go to University of Texas for sure, 100%. But, you know, even fans, you know, they still love the fact – remember the fact how badass you were at UT. So, I guess my question is, you know – you know, we could probably start early in that. So what got you to UT? What did you do? And growing up, what put you in a position? You know, you have your brother and all your relatives. You know, what happened that that piece of your life? Well, that's, that's a good question, man. I'll tell you what. Um, I have grew up into a household of football players, uh, family of, you know, longevity for us football players. A lot of cousins. You know, my, fam my mom comes from a family of 21 brothers and sisters by the same mom and dad. So I tell you what, it's a lot of. You talk about family reunions. It's a lot of a uh, lot of football players in that family, and uh, and 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 just uh, my mom showed showed me some tough love early. You know, I didn't really want to play football actually, just because you know the hardcore coaching and these guys. I was in the inner city, so you know those guys yelling and doing all this stuff. And I tell you what, man, my mom was like, "Nah, 
you're going to play. Like, you, you got something special, so you, you stick it out there. And uh, um, after that, man, I tell you what, I got to high school, and it was – it was I was flying around sideline to sideline. And, and I tell you what, man, I, I've really been blessed over the years to – to have as much success I had as an early, you know, early in my football career, being a great All-American and have the opportunity to, to go to any college I wanted to. And I picked the University of Texas. And, and I was really proud of that decision, especially with Mac Brown and everything. So I was, man, you know, and being my older brother, my older brother is six years older than me and he played football. Um, he played five years in the league and he played at Baylor. So um, I, I always tell people I had an advantage over, other people because I had somebody in the household that want that was doing the same exact thing that I was going to do like that was big and I saw um, the way he worked you know he's a man of faith talk about a hard worker you know good grades off the field and hard worker on the field I mean I just that's all I had to look at and uh, and it paid off for me when you were at Waco High um, you you know obviously a huge football star there at Waco High but you also ran track. Was there was there ever a instance where maybe you thought about maybe venturing into track and field? You you ran the the hundred meter dash, triple jump. That's why he dropped fifteen pounds. He's going back. <laughs> well, you, you, you know the Tokyo Olympics are next year, so why not, right? Man, I tell you what, I um I, I love track. Actually, that's, that's funny. I I don't think anybody's ever asked me about. Uh, my passion for track actually and I love track like um, of course uh, you, you get over a certain weight and and you know those other track guys are really really rolling so uh, that was out of the picture when I got to college but at the same time and I, I that's I, I credit to a lot of my success on the field is my speed that that was that was what I was good at you know I'm a, of course I'm a linebacker I like to hit and you know I take on blocks here and there sometimes but I tell you what um, um my speed, when you watch the film, especially as a young player, I can I can run with the best of them and, and, and track down the ball pretty good. Did you ever play in what is now Waco ISD Stadium? Because I think it opened maybe your senior year, right? That was exactly right. Yep, in 01. That was my, my, I was the first um, class to go through there. We had a jumbotron. I mean, it was, it was if you look at it now, it's kind of like, oh, this is cool. But back then, you know, 20 years ago, that was, was, that was big time. <laughs> No, I'll be, I'll be honest. It's still a beautiful stadium. I, I've worked high school foot, uh, football playoff games there. Uh, such a beautiful stadium. In fact, I, there's a story. The first time I met Matt Rule, when he first got hired at Baylor, he was he and I met, and he was talking about he was going around town right after he arrived in Waco, and he took a picture of Waco ISD Stadium, sent it to his dad. His dad thought that was Baylor Stadium. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, he didn't. He, he couldn't believe it was a high school stadium. In other words, yeah, really so. good, really good. It hosts hosts a lot of um, playoff games throughout the year. Mm -hmm. So it does. Here, can I go back a little bit in your uh, recruiting process? Um, give me, can, can you? Um, you know, we get five official visits. Did you take all your official visits? I think I took four. I think I took four of them. I, I, I yeah, of course, I took Texas. Um, I had Rob Babers as my um, as my um, my recruiter, host. Uh, yep. my host, I should say, and I took AM. Um, I I didn't take Baylor, even though my brother went there. I, I saw too much, saw way too much. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, no, nah, I'm good. And he and he even was like, all right, you, you go your own path. But um, 
So we had Texas, Texas A&M, OU. Uh, OU was definitely uh, up there. And, um, man, oh, Florida State. Florida State, um, I had a cousin that started there. He played in the league a few years, too. He was up there, so I wanted to just check it out because he was raving about it. But my two choices uh, was out of Texas and, and OU, but I, I was never going to go out of I, I wasn't going to go across that red line. And, and we're grateful for it. Why How didn't was, you go to Alabama or one of, you know in, UCLA? Alabama yeah, I'm on a map like that. Yeah, I know. <laughs> being being a Texas guy, I was I, I want to stay close to home, man. And and I already fell in love with 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 UT, especially when Kwame Cavill was there before me. He was at uh, Waco High, so I already kind of had a soft heart for, for Texas, and and they kind of the whole time Texas. They always told me the truth. They didn't they didn't shoot me nothing that. There wasn't the truth, and 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 I tell you what, uh, Mac Brown, he he had my mom in. I mean, he has all the parents in love with with Mac, and I tell you what, boy, she put they the parents put a little pressure on you. They say, hey man, you know, you know, they only have a certain amount of um, scholarships, so you may want to get going. And I was like, no, nah, I'm a, I'm gonna wait mine's out a little bit just. Be, and I knew if Texas wanted me, they would they they would hold my scholarship, and they did. They did. They did. Listen to him. They, they well, held my scholarship. Well, and <laughs> and you know you're talking about Mac Brown and his charm. You talk about Mac Brown, his charm over parents. You know that's still true today with what he's doing in North Carolina. So we we know it well, obviously down here. Uh, what was it like when you first arrived on campus? I tell you what, um, I, I was, and and I and I I love that I had this mindset. And um, when I got out there, um, I, I didn't think I was going to play. I thought I was probably going to redshirt because um, we had three seniors at linebacker. So you had Didi Lewis, you had Eric Ross, and you had Tyrone Jones. So, you know, I'm like, all right, it is what it is. They have really good defense already stacked everywhere. I'm like, let me just go in and, you know, no pressure. Let's let's, let's go head first. And I tell you what, man, I was I, – I, I had – um, I surprised myself, honestly. Um, out there in practice, doing scrimmages, um, um, during the um, uh, during the first few games. I mean, they, they'll let me go in there the last, you know, thir- third and fourth quarter, and everybody was like, "Man, this guy, we got, we have to make, we gotta, we gotta make some room to get you on the field." And that's what that's what really uh, um, um, I really stood out to everybody because we was we was running a four three defense where it was three linebackers. We actually changed um, for a couple games a three, four defense. So I can, so I can start with those seniors out there, man. And I tell you what, everybody took, you know, took me by the, by the horns and by the, um, um, just mentally took me under their wing and helped me out, man. They saw something special there. I was a humble guy. And I tell you what, man, I, I, I really appreciate the way they took me in. Cause I was, uh, you know, as a freshman, you go through a lot when you get on campus. It's, it's, it's a lot of time management. It's different. It's very yeah. different. It's, uh, far as school-wise, doing things on your own. I mean, you, you know, you're an adult now. You're grown now. So you gotta, you got to manage that and play ball, get bigger, get stronger. I mean, I mean, everything. It's a lot that goes into it. And uh, I tell you what, the, the, the veterans on the team, the veterans on the team, they, they really helped me out. I really enjoyed. I always enjoy the camaraderie. And Stevie, Stevie can tell you the camaraderie that you have on a football team and talk and tell you this is that's that's unmatched, man. That yeah. is unmatched. It's kind of what we talked about last week with uh, with uh, BJ that um, 
you know, the seniors, the seniors stepped up and actually took the uh, underclassmen in because they left a legacy every single year. It started with you guys, at, uh, Todd, with the Shock the Nation tour, and then it just trickled all the way down. Somewhere we had a disconnect, but I feel like we're getting it right back now. Yeah. <laughs> You're right. Well, and 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 with you guys, you know, 2001. That's that was when things were really ramping up with Texas. Mac Brown had really cemented himself as one of the top coaches in in the country, putting in his style, top recruiter, you know, as well. And so you guys kind of helped carry that on. Uh, and in fact, it was your guys pay, paved the way for that. 05 championship. So uh, I can understand that completely. Um, what was campus life you know, for you? What what was campus life uh, like for you? Just, Busy. I mean, did you, was there, was there something you did to get, you know, that detach yourself for a moment or was it just, you were immersed and you were going to be football, football, school, 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 or did, like I said, was there something that you did to kind of get away just for a day or, or a few hours? What what was that like? You know what? I'm not I'm I'm not going to tell any kind of secrets on here. You know, you know. Anything we we always say anything no. where the statute of limitations has expired. That's all. That's no, all we ask. No, but you know what? Um, uh, campus was. I mean, living in Chester, I um, I got real close. You get real close with with the with your class you know with the people that's in your class Cedric Benson was my roommate um my first year so you get you get in you get in touch with with all of these guys the freshman year I mean you all get really close regardless of it was only me and Cedric actually playing my our freshman year but we still got close with everybody and and that's that's how you get through the year like that's the camaraderie that you have of course the veterans are going to help you out especially on the field and off the field but your class that you come in with, those are some people you'll be with forever. You'll always have that connection with those guys, and um, and we had a we had a pretty good class with with um with, with Michael Huff and um, um, Cedric Benson, and I mean it's it's it, we had a we had a few guys. Uh, Cedric Griffin, um, actually, Quan Cosby was in that, but he didn't come to four years later. I always have to tell people that. Uh, Aaron Ross was in that. Aaron Ross was in that. He couldn't. He had some grade problems, so he had to wait two years. So we had mm-hmm. a we had a pretty good class. Um, but but I mean, man, I I I I actually had a chance to come out early to the NFL, and I I I, that would, I wouldn't dare do that. Not not much fun I was having at UT, and uh, just the camaraderie that we had as a team, and we were getting better and better and better. I there was no way I can jump into that life and leave this Austin. Uh, um, dream life for a college kid. Uh, I, cu- I couldn't. I couldn't give that up. So I, I, I stayed and stayed my, my senior year, even though I could have. I could have. I could have left. Uh, well, Mac was actually. He was like. He Mac was actually like. Um, he was kind of worried a little bit. He was like, you know, you know, I know a lot of people, you know, saying that you can go, you know, end of the first or maybe the beginning of the second, and you know, you know, that's a big possibility. And he was like, he was just rumbling. I'm like, oh, dang, I'm not. I'm not going <laughs> no way no way i can go he's like okay are you sure i'm like yes i'm not going anywhere so, what year was it that you did the um the sports illustrated college edition that when you're on the cover what, what year was that i think that was going into my senior year. going to my senior that was a pretty i, I like that one i got i got a, <laughs> I got a big uh 
I gotta get go get that out of storage too. I got a big big poster with yeah. that. Yeah, exactly. I got a big poster. Nice. Yeah, very nice. So we, we gave him a lot of we we gave him a lot of crap for that on the team because he, I guess they had him sitting on a football, so he looked so much bigger than everybody. I, I, I was. I was sitting on books. I was sitting on books, and he had all the kids around. Yeah. 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 And it was it was DJ in his full uniform. Yeah. Sitting in the classroom on the uh, on the cover of the Sports Illustrated College Edition, it was pretty cool. It was a, it was a really cool picture, though. That's pretty yeah. cool. That's a cool picture. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Lucky Land Casino. Asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. That is cool. You know, and Mac Mac had that, had that trend going for a long time about, you know, no matter how high someone might be projected for the draft, he was always able, he, you know, started with Ricky Williams, you know, where he stayed for his senior season, which ended up being his Heisman Trophy winning season. But a lot of guys like you, DJ, that that stayed at Texas and fulfilled their commitment and did all four years, despite whatever projection you had as far as the draft. And – I've heard this. I've heard a thousand ways of, of different ways of saying it. But what was it like playing for Mac Brown? Um, uh, father figure, uh, and and a lot of us young black players um, uh, needed that in our lives. Honestly, uh, leaving home and uh, being able to trust uh, an older figure, a man, a male fig- figure in our lives. I think that was big. I think he cared about. Um, us off the field like he you can genuinely um, tell when somebody cares for you and and he showed that in every way and um, and that's why all the parents love Mac Brown because they can they can say man I can trust you to take care of my my, my young man mm-hmm. my young son so uh, that, that that was the biggest thing for me and um, uh, I mean he, he, we had we had great times I mean nine ten ten win seasons every year uh, people always tell me uh, whenever I tell them, "Oh yeah, I played for UT or whatever," they're like, "Oh yeah, you won, you do, you won a national championship." I'm like, "No, not quite. I didn't, you know, I didn't quite." You, quite, you set you know, the stage, though. I, I, we, we were, I guess, me, me and Stevie were the building blocks to get them. You there, were, you, know? you set the <laughs> you stage, know? and and I tell you what, we 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 really put Texas on a map that Michigan year mm-hmm. um, when we played Michigan because everybody was like, "All right." Texas is here. Texas is not a, you know, just a hype time kind of deal. This was real, uh, even though we should we should have been in some BCS games a couple of years before that. But at the same time, we were actually there and 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 and, and ready for business. And and BY just took it to a next level the next year. 
Yeah. Well, and that was, you know, the, the, the Rose Bowl against Michigan, that was, you know, two teams that were, I want to say, in the top five all-time wins, if I, if I remember correctly. That was a really good Michigan team. Too. It was. It was a fantastic Michigan team. And, and Edwards. That's yeah. right. Yep. So. Yep. Steve Breston, all those guys were on there. Yeah. Uh, so when you got to the when you got to the league, my question is this: How was it so different than college? I know the they say the players are faster and they're bigger, they're stronger. I mean, kind of expect that. But for you, what was the biggest thing you noticed going from college and then hitting that that uh, you know next level? And what pick were you? Uh, yeah, look, you want to throw that out there? Huh? I, was, uh, I, just, I don't. I don't remember. I was two fifty. I was two fifty. I was big. Because everybody kept saying, "Oh, he's a he's a he's a small um he's he's a small linebacker and this and this." So I was like, "You know what? Let me just let me just start eating." And for for two or three years, I was two hundred fifty pounds. I was running with it, of course, but I, I didn't need to be that big. I definitely didn't need to be that big. Well, but, it didn't it um, didn't hurt your chances because you were picked fifteenth overall by the Chiefs. So right, you know, right, first round draft um, pick. That's that's pretty pretty good. Yeah, it's but, pretty stout. But, um, when I first got there, uh, back to uh, Todd's question, uh, when I first got to the league, man, the biggest difference, and everybody does say, you know, they're bigger, stronger, faster, which is true. Um, um, I, I had a, a gift to, to keep up with everybody. The, the biggest thing for me that I saw that was, that was uh, alarming is the mental aspect of the game. Like, crazy. Like, I, I remember watching a preseason game, my preseason game, uh, my first year as a rookie, and I'm looking at film and I'm embarrassed. I'm embarrassed because I'm moving so slow. Like, mm. I'm looking at film like, that is not me. I'm kind of like, 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 it was so weird. It was, it was one of those, you know, uh, epiphany moments where you're like, whoa, like something, something's up. But I didn't know, um, I know now, but at the time, I didn't know that I was just out there trying to play. You know, um, uh, at Texas, a lot of things were catered to me to be the whole player, to be that guy to roam and just kind of do what I want to do. And when I when I got to the Chiefs, they had me in more of a structured system, and and it, it was a lot to learn. But I didn't take it on like that that I like I should have. So when I first got to the league, I'm like, all right, I'm I'm not, uh, physically gifted and I can run around and make plays, which I did at times. But sometimes I didn't just because um, mentally I didn't know my right reads. I didn't know where to go type of thing. And, and it makes a big difference, big difference. And, and after I got that down, it took me a couple of years. And, man, the game slowed down for me. Now your ability is really uh, magnified and, uh, you know, and, and you can do whatever you want to do as long as you ment- – mental-wise, you gotta, you got to know your stuff, man. I mean, it, it takes a lot of work a lot of preparation, but once you get it down, the game slows down and you can make a lot of plays. Man, that's amazing. Well, you, who was that coach when you were drafted? Was that Vermeil? Yep. Dick Vermeil. Yep. Dick Vermeil. Did he, he told me, he t- how many, he how me, many times uh, did he cry during the draft? <laughs> you know, you know, he cried a lot, you know, during meetings, doing, doing team meetings. And, and I didn't know that. I wasn't used to that. I'm like, I've seen Matt maybe cry once, uh, once or twice, uh, maybe the Thanksgiving time. You know how we all get up and do all that stuff. Mm-hmm. But, uh, uh, but Dick Vermeil, yeah, probably once a week for sure. Uh, but, 
Big was a he was cool cat, man. I mean, I don't know much about him just because I heard everything about him, of course, and I was with him only for one year, and he retired right after that. Yeah. But uh, he told me if he didn't think that we would, we would, um, he they would get a chance to draft draft me at fifteen. He actually said, "DJ, that I don't, you know, honestly, I don't think we're going to get a chance to draft you, but we would love if you fall to fifteen. Just know that you'll be a chief." And at the time, I'm like, nah, "I don't think I'm a fall to, you know." not me naive not knowing how to draft is mm-hmm. it you don't you don't know how to draft foes out you can't there's no prediction with that so it, i mean i felt to the perfect spot i mean perfect spot i, I love kansas city second home for me. i've heard all, nothing but great things about dick vermeil had a chance to meet him a few years ago at a banquet um jerry sizemore you know played for him for a time as as well as bill bradley and you know they love him to death, and he was he was such a, a nice man. So it's it's kind of neat to have that connection. You know the Longhorns that played the Eagles, and and back in the day connecting to you there in the in the mid twenty aughts, I guess the best way to say it. So I get that though. That's that's really cool. Uh, who was your favorite head coach to play for? Well, let's go down the list. We got um. um... Dick Vermeil, I mean Dick Vermeil. Then we had um, Herm Edwards came in for three years. Loved Herm. Herm 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 uh, brought a lot of um, he brought a lot of the young players in and mm-hmm. cut a lot of older players that needed to be you know ex- exit the building at the time. So he he was there to clean up everything, and we didn't win much with him. But I tell you what, there's some good players that came out there. Jamal Charles was one of those players. So that's true. Uh, um, but after. Um, um, after Herm, it was um, <laughs> Todd Haley. Mm-hmm. That that didn't that didn't go well. I tell you that man, uh, Todd Todd Haley. Uh, yeah, he he can't. He first got there. He, I mean, I think I think I got hurt or something in training camp his first year, and I and I he just benched me. You know, didn't think that I was uh, um I was on my like last second or last second to last year on my deal, first round pick. Everybody knew me, you know, I've never got benched before, always been this, you know, the middle of the defense type of thing. Um, and he benched me. He, he he put somebody else in my spot and kind of kept it that way. And, and of course we got into it early when I got hurt because he questioned my toughness type of thing. And um, um, with him not even knowing me and for him to do that, we wasn't that good of a team at the time either. So we were losing games. I wasn't out there. I was only out there maybe 15 or 20 plays uh, because I played the nickel nickel defense. Um, well, you play nickel defense now, you're out there a lot more. But at the time, I was playing nickel defense, but I was just about 15 plays a game. And I tell you what, man, I grew so much that year. I mean, right or wrong, uh, even though um, it wasn't for the right reasons that I got benched, but I just made – I made I made sure that I kept my confidence doing that adversity and kept getting better. And I tell you what, man, it it, it helped me get closer to God. It helped me it it helped me uh, be more secure in my in my play on the field or or evaluate myself even more. You know, sometimes we need that to evaluate ourselves to get better. And I tell you what, that next year, because Todd Hayden was tired of everybody talking about, man, we, we he started. Hearing, hearing questions, hey, when is Derek Johnson going to play? When are you going to start in? You know, what's going on? So he was tired of that. So he was like, you know what? This year, that year's over with. We're going to have open competition. 
whoever wins it, it you know, wins it. We never had that before. So, man, I tell you what, that year in training camp, I, I beat out that guy every single day. And I and I'm talking about, you know, for a month, every single day. And to beat him out every single day, he only even on his good days he had, I beat him out, made sure I beat him out. I tell you what, that helped me to be much more of a consistent player by doing that. And it built a foundation that after that, after after that training camp, I started, I won this job and I I was went to the Pro Bowl every year after that. So that's not a coincidence that that um, when you fight through something that doesn't favor you through adversity, you know, you get better. And I, I that's a testament, man. That that's a that's a testimony that that I've always told kids that man, things are gonna happen in life, adversity is gonna hit. How do you respond? If you respond the right way and have enough uh, confidence in yourself, you can you can overcome it and 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 be very successful. Yeah, I mean, true test of character. That's the way it's always defined is how you handle yeah. yourself in adversity. You know, kind of the iron sharpens iron. How many years did you play with Andy Reid? Uh, five years, five years. So um, right after Todd Haiti got um, 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 fired, we um, Romeo Cornell. He was a mm-hmm. really good defensive coordinator, and they kind of pushed him to be the head coach at the time. I don't know if that was a good idea. He's he's a better, I think better defensive coordinator yeah. um but he, he he was there for just one year and then um and then um Andy Reid came in town after Eagles let him go and I'm like golly I don't know how you let that guy go after um a couple uh disappointing seasons in in um in in Philadelphia and I, I played five years with him five years from 2013 to 2017 yeah and I tell you what we want we, we had a winning record every year went to the playoffs every year you just, I mean, that's the best head coach I play for, because you talk about somebody that's um, that, that that that's a player's coach and treats you like men, uh, not a yeller or a screamer. If he is yelling, something's wrong, and everybody needs to listen. Um, but I tell you what, man, he 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 holds everybody to a standard, and he harps on the little things. I'm talking about, you know, making sure you you know. Uh, you're, you're not late for meetings and just just little stuff. Making sure you have the right pads on when you go out to to um, to practice. And, and and he always says, "Hey, if you can't get the little things right, it's going to be hard to get the big things right." So, uh, Andy Reid, man, he's I was I was happy for him to um, to finally get this um, this Super Bowl under his Hall of Fame career. Could you see the foundation being laid when you were there? Kind of that foundation being laid to eventually end up in that position to contend and, and, and win a Super Bowl? Of, of course. I mean, every year we, 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 I mean, we were 13 and three, 12 and four type of team. And uh, um, um, Alex Smith, you know, under Alex Smith had a really good defense. And I mean, we, we just, you know, I, I tell people all the time, it's um, we definitely was laying bricks and we were, we were on our way because you had so many young people there. I mean, Tyree Hill came my last couple of years. I mean, um, Pat Mahomes was my, was my my scout team quarterback, and I mean, I mean these, I mean it was it was it was it was it was going. You knew it was going somewhere. Um, but I tell you what, man, uh, to win a Super Bowl, and um, and you have to you all the all the ducks have to be in, has to be in a row. Everything has to be just right. Maybe a little good luck here and there, but everything has to line up. It can't. It can't be like, oh man, we got a squad, you know, we're gonna go to the no, no, you gotta have some 
some some some healthiness on the team. Got to have somebody to catch a big catch at a you know fourth quarter of the game, an interception, a tip ball. Everything has to go right, and and um, I've had some chances to further my uh, postseason activity, and I just just it just didn't happen, you know. Well, it sounds very very similar to winning a national championship. It's you know you got to have the skill, maybe a little bit of luck. Things have to kind of break your way uh, to to get to that level. All right, so the the biggest question of all about Andy Reid. Do you have any idea how many Hawaiian shirts he owns? <laughs> Probably like three, because I, I, I only see the I see the same ones all the time. You know, it's just recycles. He just <laughs> he does laundry a lot. I, I, I tell you what, he's uh when I see him in that, it's it says a lot about his character because he's he's not a he's not a guy that that does a bunch of joking around or a bunch of flashiness. And to, whenever I see that, I, I just bust out laughing just because. That's that's him. Just kind of, he's talking a lot, but he's not saying anything. That's all he. Uh, yeah, the, the, those are usually the funniest guys around. So I I, I yeah, totally I, get I, that. So so when did you realize that? Hey, you know this is coming to an end. This career piece NFL thing. When when did you like you know one day say okay I got about this much into me or or was you working out? I was like oh I'm sick of this stuff here. I mean what was it that that you said? You know what I'm gonna I'm gonna Go ahead, and, go ahead and gracefully bow out to a degree. Yeah, it, it's tough. You know, I've been playing football my whole life since I was nine, so and had a lot of success. So um, when when that success starts going downhill, and uh, my last year at the Chiefs, they started um, um, pulling me off the field and um, um, putting a younger guy, younger guy out there, uh, which was a great decision, actually. Um, they saw early in the season that, man, I was playing 60, 70 plays, and I wasn't getting a lot of tackles. I was getting five and six tackles. So that tells you that I wasn't as, uh, what I saw on film, that I wasn't as reckless on the field like I usually am. And I have lost a step. Sometimes in football, you can lose that much of a step and, mm-hmm. and you fall off. You fall off. I mean, that okay. much. That means you fall off. And, and at the time, I didn't, when they was like, hey, we, we got to start switching it in and out, DJ. It's just, that's. It's just how the game is. And at the time, I didn't really want to accept, accept it my last year at the Chiefs, 2017. But I, uh, um, I I took it on. It was another adversity that I had to, had, to, had to get through. And I tell you what, I was making seven and eight tackles uh, playing 50 and 60% of the, the game. And I was like, man, this is this – is, that tells you that that was the right decision because I was moving faster out there because I was playing only 30, 40 plays, which helped out on me. I was getting older. I mean, sometimes you, you, you're out there so long, you don't, you don't know. You just want to be out there to compete. And I was, I was, I was getting down to the, to the end of my ropes and I wanted to play with the chiefs one more year. Um, um, I wanted them to sign me back. So, you know, Mike Beach, the, um, or Brett Beach, um, the guy that's there now, the um, the young GM, he um, he he didn't he wanted to go go young, and I understood. He said, "Man, he, he, they really respect me down there, so it's no bad blood at all." And uh, they wanted to go young, so that's what they did. And I told him I still wanted to play, you know, I still wanted to see what I had left in the tank. And uh, you know, John Gruden, you know, hit me up <laughs> out of out of out of everybody. John John's always been a fan of me. He said. And uh, he, he wanted the opportunity to, to coach me. And to, uh, he, he loves veteran players. And 
he just got to the Raiders. And I actually had a little bit of reservation about it. Like, man, okay, I'm going to the to the Raiders. Like the right, you don't if you're a chief, you don't like Raiders, mm-hmm. like that's, that's like OU. Yeah, you that's a big rivalry. Do. That's a yeah. huge rivalry in the NFL. Chiefs you just Raiders. don't do it. And I and I you know and I was like, you know what, let me let me sit back, let me talk to my wife. And and after I talked to my wife, she was like, you know what? <clears throat> you you still want to play, right? You still want to play. That is exactly right. Go play football. Go play football. See what you got left. And then then you can, you know, you, you can sit back and have peace about it. And I did. And I tell you what, I didn't have much, <laughs> I have much love. <laughs> but you know what? Uh doing training camp, I'm like, I could I couldn't get my body going. It was so weird. Like I can, I don't know. It was like, usually I make a lot of plays during training camp. Like the coaches see like, okay, you know, DJ still got it. And I just couldn't, I couldn't quite get it. You know, I make a play here and there mentally. I know where everything's going. I'm like, Oh, this is happening. Oh yeah. But I just couldn't, you know, I'm that far off and just can't get there. And I wasn't as um, reckless and um, tough, I should say, as I usually was early in my career but i tell you what man i had a great time and we we, we, we training camped in napa valley it was cool man it was it was it was it was, it was a little vacation for me and then they, they cut me half of the year you know we went to london and played uh seattle and they uh they cut me after that you know what i was being the older player getting cut i was actually i felt peace about it like i really it was I don't want to say happy, but I was like, man, I'm going back home, be with my family. Like, like I'm good. Like, because like yeah. I didn't have much left, man. And, and, and some, and I think that was the best thing that I went out to Oakland to get that out of my system. Good. That's good. That's a great ending, man. That's pretty it is. cool. Not, not all the guys have that. They, 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 they retire and they're like, I wish I could, I can go longer. And this is not, and they, they kill their bodies to stay longer you know, two yeah. or three years, and now their knees are shot, their elbows and shoulders are jacked, and they're having double replacement of hips, not not because, you know, if anything, they stay too long, you know? Yeah. Exactly. Hey, I would do have a question. So you, you talk a lot about mental health. Do you, do you think, well, I know, but I'm going to ask you the question. You know, a lot of the guys that you've met during and after the fact, do you feel they have a lot of that uh, CTS, CTE going on? Mm-hmm. Uh, do, you said do a lot of guys do say that again a lot the, of guys CT from, from well yeah just in general from the guys you played with and then the retired you see a lot of them having the cte effect for from hitting so many years yeah i do i do i do and and it and it kind of it sucks man it's it's a it's a real thing that 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 we have to um that we have to attack and it's one of those things that um that that kind of they kind of kind of sits you back and lets you think like man i've been i've been i've been hitting the head a lot too so i mean we we all kind of you know you, you think about it you know when we die at some point um, when they you know when they do do research you know is that going to be there and that's a real thing man and, and that's a that's why a lot of kids aren't playing football because of that and i mean i my take on it my uh, my advice if the kid really wants to play, you know, let him play. Let him play. Um, you got to educate him on the right way to hit, right way to approach uh, the blockers or, or, or actually to make a tackle, to keep the head out of it. 
but uh, it's a dangerous sport. It's a violent sport. Uh, I knew that when I was getting into it, and I've been blessed to come out of it and still have my my health and strength and my mental part of my uh, my health going on, which is means everything, honestly. Absolutely. What's next for you, man? You know, you've retired now in about a year or two, and and uh, you know, got the family, got the kids. Now, COVID, I'm sure has has lit you stay home more so but you know, what is next for you what is this you know what's the life look like after this oh man um well i got five boys uh so i tell you what i'm i'm busy i i, I do not want a nine to five right now um um i am going to do some um some um a little bit of broadcast a little bit of commentating maybe maybe some uh, uh, longhorn network stuff come on and off on that but right now i cannot I cannot be bound up just because I got a, I got a, I missed a lot being in football with, yep. you know, with the family and, and with my kiddos. And, and I'm actually really, really enjoying being free and not being on a schedule. I've been on a schedule my whole life, man. Mm-hmm. I mean, golly, Absolutely. I mean, just like, just a regiment and, and I'm, I'm enjoying it. I'm enjoying it. I, I, I'm always um, eager to give back to the kids and, 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 coach up kids and and when you talk about football I'm, i always want to be a, a, a some kind of coach you know linebacker coach or something like that so i'm always staying abreast of what's going on in the nfl or the college league and, and just making sure I'm, I'm you know when i watch film or watch a tv game or watch a football game my wife is like oh my goodness here we go I'm about to I, i'll stop it and then i'll be trying to quiz her Hey, you know what on, on this play? You know what happened on this right here? <laughs> She's like, oh, I, I don't I've care. watched the football game with Derrick Johnson, and it's the uh, it's the best thing that ever happened to me, man. Uh, this guy has a passion for football. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18. Plus. DJ, I want to ask you you mentioned about going, doing those NFL international games in London. Uh, how many of those did you do, and did you enjoy them? Because I've heard I've heard mixed reviews about those. Yeah, I, I enjoyed it. I enjoyed it um, because I went in my older um, older career um, because I knew how to manage the time. If you don't know how to manage the time, it's it's a it's not good for the younger players because they don't they don't play good on you know when it comes to Sunday. Uh, it is a vacation. Um, it is a business trip, but it's a vacation too. Uh, cause you, you fly your family over there. Everybody kind of flies over there. Um, and you know, at least from Wednesday to, to Sunday type of thing. Of course you have practice and everything, but it's not, it's not anything hardcore. Um, it is a good experience for everybody, uh, to get out of the country, to go play. And you see, <laughs> you see NFL football is everywhere. I mean, they have, it's kind of like a, on game day, it looks like a, Pro Bowl because everybody has different jerseys on. Even if it's the Chiefs and and, uh, and 49ers playing down there, they don't. That's not in the stands. It's everybody jerseys. Whoever their favorite team is, they wear those jerseys. So it's kind of a cool, cool kind of vibe. I enjoyed it. I enjoyed. It. I mean, and that's good. I have some friends that do uh, that cover the NFL in the UK, and 
they they have a blast doing it. I see them every year at the Super Bowl. It's it's a lot of fun for them. So and I know and I, I'm glad that, you know the fans have a great time. I'm glad at least some of the players have a good time too. So, um, you know the NFL season is about to kick off next week. Do you still get that tinge about hey I could be out there or are you are you satisfied? Are you are you you know set that like I'm I'm good. I I you know I'll let them play. Yeah, I'm good. I am. I am. I, 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 <laughs> I tell you what, I, I do. Um, I do. I do. I, I have to watch it. Um, I'm, I'm still in that football mode where I have to watch the game, especially the chiefs, obviously, but I have to watch the games. I just, I just, I'm, I'm a football head. So I just, I, I love the mental aspect of the game and, 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 and even though maybe there's a little bit of twins, meaning, <laughs> Meaning, um, man, bittersweet, meaning, man, I know what these guys are feeling, man. I know that feeling of the first game and they doing this and this, you know, pregame. I'm going through the whole thing in my head because I'm kind of brainwashed that way. But I tell you what, I'm, 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 I have a lot of appreciation for what those guys do on Sundays. And uh, I'm just kind of happy and glad I had a chance to, to, to experience that for, for a very long time. That's great. So, do you think you'll make the uh, uh, what's the name of that that uh, city they they take you guys to? You badass pro, not Pro Bowl, but um, come on, guys. Canton, um, talking about Canton, uh, Ohio. Yeah, Canton, Ohio. Pro Football what's Hall of Fame. <laughs> huh? Hall of Fame. Yeah. Do you think you'll make it? I think you will. I hope so. First ballot. Come on, first ballot. I, I think. I just. I'm saying. I'm like. You know. Well, come let's on, see. man. You'll be eligible yeah, in 2023. Is that? Yeah, I think it's four or five years. Five yeah, years it's five years. Like it's that. five years after you retire. So I think I want to say that would be 2023 or 2024. You'll be eligible. Yeah, yeah you know. We talking to a first ballot Hall of Famer, man. I can house him. Well, first I mean, ballot. Yeah. He is in the party Texas. at Derek's house. Party at hey, DJ's. Hey, hey, we will have, hey, we will have a big party when that if that happens. So I, I tell you what, man, I'm, 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 I'm blessed and and proud that that I was a part of it, and I can be in those conversations for the for the Hall of Fame. But yeah, I couldn't. I, I don't. I don't. I, I don't even really think about it. So that's a good thing, I actually. I understand. And and now, have you been? Have you been there? I'm, I'm sure you've played I, a game. I have not. I you heard, have not. Okay. I have not. I heard. I heard it's a. It's a. It's a sight to see. Like, it is very, one of my very first radio gigs, was to cover the 2010 induction weekend. That was Emmett Smith and Jerry Rice and John Randall and Dick LeBeau. And it is nice. if it is like you are walking in football paradise. Because not only do you see all the displays and all the, you know, everything from the history of, of football, but especially on induction weekend, your head's on a swivel because all of a sudden you're walking along with, you know, with Joe Montana or, or Terry Bradshaw or, you know, uh, you run into Marcus Allen or you whatever. Yeah. And it's just, it, it is an amazing, amazing weekend. Um, just, uh, it's, it's, it it still gives me chills. I, I need to get back up there one of these days. So, um, I mean, you are in the Texas High School Football Hall of Fame. You are in the Longhorn Men's Hall of Honor. I, what did that mean to you to be inducted last year into the Hall of Honor? Man, it was big time. It was big time. You you when you go through um, um, 
when you go through UT, you don't, you don't, I, I personally don't set those kind of goals. What I set up is trying to be the best version of myself each day, the best linebacker I can be each day. When you can look back, you can say, man, I, you know, I've, you know, I've done a lot. And I'll tell you what, man, I, you know, I'm in the Missouri Hall of Fame. Uh, that was a year, about a year ago. I was, I, I got inducted in that. So it's a, it, it's pretty cool to be uh, uh, any, any kind of Hall of Fame to it. Is that's that's good with me, man. That that means that that means you've done a lot. You're you're now a part of you're you're part of the history of high school football. You're a part of the history of the Kansas City Chiefs and the NFL. So you can't ask for much more than that, right? Only thing better than that is to be the Hall of Honor men's Hall of Honor for Texas. He is. That's what I said. He is. Uh, oh, you are. Yeah. Oh, you yeah. did. Yeah. That's right. Last year. So. Yeah, yeah. yeah he's inducted so. last year. So that box is checked. I'm checking all yes. the boxes, man. So we got, <laughs> now we got to get the <laughs> well college, deserved. Well deserved. Get the college football <laughs> hall of fame, <laughs> and then pro football hall of fame, and then we'll we'll, we'll what, see what happens. To you, man. Yeah, it's that, coming. That wall needs all the hall of fame we, yeah. and hall of honor. And yeah, you you need more right stuff on the wall. To the left. Are you down in your basement right now? Yeah, I'm down in my basement. Man, you know what? That's a hell of a house, man. Who's your you know what? You know, I got to, my, hey, my guy that's always been taking care of me since I was at UT, man. Yeah. <laughs> Stevie Lee, no, we, love, we love that. Uh, Getting some free love, advertising time. No question, man. My wife and I, we love you and your family. We thank y'all for doing business with us for, for real, man. That's, that's you, great man. that you come thank back you. and and uh, remember the little people, right? <laughs> <laughs> Well, DJ, it's it's been it's been so much fun to to you know reminisce with you. Um, I was lucky enough to be at your event for your foundation back in '08. Uh, in fact, I think that was the first time I met Todd, and just had a wonderful time. And you were so gracious, and it's it's been so much fun to follow your career. And I I'm so excited to see what happens. You know, in the months and years to come, I know you've got great things in store, uh, whether it's in broadcasting or you know coaching or whatever. I know, I know, Longhorn Nation will be thrilled to follow you in your post post playing career. So, thanks so much for giving us some of your time, man. It means yeah. a lot, man. Thanks a lot, y'all. Thank you. Uh, that'll do it for this week's Longhorn Lowdown. Make sure you follow us on Twitter and Instagram at Longhorn Lowdown. Follow me on Twitter and Instagram at Stu Myrick. Follow Stevie Lee at Stevie Lee 65 on Instagram. Stevie J Lee on Twitter. Uh, Todd, you're at 94.hunt on Instagram, correct? Yes. And DJ, how do people find you on on Super, social media? Super DJ 56 on, on Twitter and Instagram. Keyword being super. Keyword being super. I, be, before I let you, I gotta ask you, what was what was the emotion when when KC clinched that Super Bowl? Oh man, it, it was a bunch of emotions. I mean, a little bit of uh, um, um, excitement, a little bit of jealousy, a little bit of just you know partying, just everything. It was it was cool, man. You know, we worked so hard to 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 to, to be in that game and to win it. And uh, they finally did it. So hats off to them. I tell you what, Chiefs Nation. I yeah, that was my that was my second Super Bowl to attend. I have never heard a crowd louder than when Chiefs oh, Nation man. got roared up when they made that comeback. Oh, it was yeah. it put it put the hair on the back of your neck, made it stand on end. So really cool. Anyway, thanks so much for joining us. 
Thanks so much for giving us some of your time. Enjoy the rest of your week. Until next time, hook them.